Who says who's not Tyler Perry? I say you're not Tyler Perry. You're right. <laughs> I can't wait to start our episode with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hit record. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to get good. Your your legs behind your wheel. Your legs behind your wheel. From the literary genius that brought you, your chair's not pushed in far enough so mom can vacuum the floor. That was a long title. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it was. It was actually way shorter than the production title, though. So. <laughs> How to destroy a marriage in eight simple steps. <laughs> right, yeah. Why your dad blames you for the divorce. Yeah. Did you have uh, to, when you were little in, in elementary school, put your chairs on top of your desks at night? Um, You know, come to mention it, we did. Yeah. I always hated that. It made sense to me. Well, it's because we were doing the janitor's job. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's a... That's a child labor violation. I, I believe. Think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a, a, a demand a, a recompense from the high right. school board. <laughs> Give me my money. Yeah. Write your letter. Yeah. Dear bastards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like, what would they give me? They already gave me an education. I don't know what they would do. They, I would just demand that they come to my house every Friday and put a bunch of chairs on the table. Yeah. Good. God, what an obtuse. Weird thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still do that. I it's like us going out and like milking our own cow. Right. Like, yeah. All right, class, let's go out and milk the cattle so that we can have milk breaks. Uh, <laughs> Your squirty nipple cow sound is terrible. <laughs> yes, thank you. Like terribly good or terribly, terribly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PE class was never so fun. <laughs> it's milking day. It's milking day. Uh. Oh, my Lord. So I, just, I listened to this podcast on uh, Madden football, like how it changed TV broadcasts and stuff. Oh, they, it did? Uh, yeah, I guess they didn't used to have, like, you couldn't hear the quarterback or the offensive line at all. And uh, in Madden, you could. So they started, like, putting sound guns at the quarterback so you could hear him hut the ball and everything. Really? Yeah. But one thing they did was they started showing the score and the time, like, all the time on TV broadcasts. And the guy who decided to do that was getting death threats. Because it was like sullying football or something crazy. Huh. But uh, he interviewed with the, the FBI, investigated it, and they were talking to him. And they're like, you should take these very seriously. Because everything in the death threats is spelled correctly. Apparently that's like a huge indicator of like, that person is competent enough to kill oh, you. Oh, what? Yeah, I know. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Wow, man. <laughs> so and just so like... to cover your death threats, <laughs> spell a couple words incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was going to go on a tirade about the NFL, but you taught us all about how to do a correct death threat. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you spell the wrong, and no, yeah. one, no one suspects you. <laughs> yeah. look, at, look at this. I can't yeah. hardly even spell. Shoot you in the head. <laughs> Your story both juked and jived. That was great. Thank you. Yeah. It was an emotional journey. <laughs> I, I, for one, am a huge fan of, of every bit of technological advancement in watching a football game. Oh, yeah. In the last... 25 years was it was um, it this super bowl or two ago that they had like the plane that the guy crossed and it was like a 3d like they went around it and you could see like exactly where the ball was as he crossed the goal line. yeah that was uh i remember them doing that like as a fluky thing mm-hmm. uh several years ago yeah for one of the super bowls it was branded the you know matrix vision yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but then that went away and then yeah a few super bowls ago they really just like, yeah, this is just standard. We, we outfit all right. this. I cannot watch football now without the, the, the first down yellow line. 
Oh, I know. I need that. And those refs, I, the line is right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need the uh, I need the clock, yeah. the play clock, uh, and then the score constantly. And if I don't have it, and sometimes like now they like mess with it, like they it goes to color to black and white and to color again. I'm yeah, like, it, like, it like highlights the team. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I can remember like as a kid, you would just have the football game on mm-hmm. and then there was a little box window. Somehow they, they cut out of the analog signal and they just had a camera trained on the clock on the game clock. Oh yeah. And any gust of wind, the camera would bounce. And so, it I mean, you could tell it was two different cameras. Yeah. Oh, it was oh, neat. Cool. Huh. They didn't, yeah. Like a picture-in-picture picture kind of thing? Right. Yeah. And anytime there was a score, they would, like, flash up a graphic, but you would never see the score. That sounds insane to me. Before the PA. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, because if you, like, were just flipping through two or three games, you'd never know what was going on. Oh, no. So, no. Yeah. How could you? Yeah. Yeah. What time oh. is it? What time it is? Yeah. Oh, that, that would be terrible. Like, yeah. do I want to invest in this game? And you watch a game for like five minutes, and it's like forty-three to ten. Yeah. Uh, wow. Hmm. Hi, and welcome to tune in. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> a flawless segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hi, and welcome to Tune In, the podcast where we watch old cartoons. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today we watched Shaolin Showdown. We did. Yeah, finally. Yeah. It's been a while. It's, uh, what, two months in the making? Minimum. Minimum, yeah. yeah. We've been real bad about recording lately. Yeah, stupid holidays getting yeah. in the way. And guests. Guests. Ugh. Guests and holidays. Really, really, I'm, I'm real upset with the guests and the fans, generally. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's why you listen to this podcast. Well, 20, 23 episodes in and we're hating on the fans already. Yeah, I know. Uh, hi, my host John Lennon and I would like to... Jeez. If we could get the ghost of John Lennon on uh, here, I'd, I'd probably want to listen to That'd be to cool. That. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd ask, also, him, I'd ask him why he didn't stop Paul McCartney before he made Wonderful Christmas Time. <laughs> oh. Uh, what a uh, terrible song. It's awful. Yeah. I, I, that and the, the Mariah Carey... Oh, one for Christmas is you. Oh, Jesus. There's only been two Christmas songs written in the last 400 years, and they had to be those two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to run them over in a a, a sleigh or something like that. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, McCartney got run over by a reindeer. (laughs) Yeah. Walking (laughs) home from Ringo's house Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I just... Oh, those two songs are like right. the epitome of like we should have more. Baby, it's cold outside. You want you want more rapier songs? I want as opposed to those two songs. I want sequels. <laughs> I want the morning after song, the our marriage is dead song, right. and I'm leaving you for a a, a prostitute right. song. Yeah. Well, I think I think the, the apex of that story is uh, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus where that kid learns that his parents are about to get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I saw mommy cheating on dad in his own house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was the last time they let Uncle Billy stay at the house. <laughs> well, before it became Uncle Billy's house. <laughs> right. oh, sad. Uncle Nick. <laughs> Some call him Saint. <laughs> I call him the bastard that took my wife. I waited until Keith took a swallow of his pop and 
Uh, it's all over the studio. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's your studio. You'll have to clean it up. I know. Okay. It's so <laughs> I mean, our audience is going to love it when they see that. Oh, podcast. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's it's a podcast, so I know they can't see us, but we get shirtless and oil ourselves up just because we think it changes the tenor of our voices. <laughs> so. It gives a, a, a healthy vibrato. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we should probably talk about the show we watched at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, Challenge Showdown. Yeah. Tell me about this show, Keith. So it ran on Kids WB from 2003 to 2009. Three seasons, 52 episodes. Uh, let's see. 2003, I would have been in my first year of high school, actually. Okay. So, yeah. Where were you? Oh, 2003. Yeah. Is this a bad time? Uh, the time that shall not be spoken about. No, this is uh, so. My daughter was uh, would have been a year or uh, or six months old when this show came out. Okay, and so she wasn't old enough to uh, really watch a lot of cartoons. That didn't stop her father from watching cartoons. Um, As well, it shouldn't. No, no. <laughs> but I was I was into the classics. Plus, they around that time they had remade uh, He Man and the Masters of the Universe. Cool. And so that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't really remember the show other than maybe a passing, like, like, like oh, I saw a commercial or something, or something yeah. like that. Uh, but then, you know, we get a, a little bit down the road and then the dark times began and yeah, I didn't watch a lot of, uh, Disney at the time. Right. <laughs> or kids WB. Or kids. Yeah. I remember watching the show, uh, when it was on after school, like I just get home and not want to do homework. So I just watch whatever was on. I'd recently gotten a TV in my room when nice. we got in high school, so uh, we only had I only had the basic local channels, and this was it was like this or the like reruns of the afternoon news. So yeah, Lester of Two Evils, and it was not that bad. So yeah, right. Yeah, was this this was ran daily or on the weekends? Uh, I think new ones were on the weekends, and reruns ran daily. Okay. Um. All right. Overall plot of the show is insane yeah so if you're listening just try and keep up buckle buckle, buckle in buckle in so 1500 years ago there was a war between master dashi who was the good guy and the evil empress wuya wuya uh, got stuck in a puzzle box uh, she was a dark witch and he was like a guy that used magic items and this puzzle box was one of the magic items i guess so, yeah so now okay. she's like a floating mask ghost thing in the future. And the the mystical items were called the... Shingon Wu. Shingon Wu. Yeah. And they were scattered across the earth. Hidden. Hidden. He went and hid, hid them with his trusty dragon, Dojo. Wayne, Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight did... No way. Yeah, that's, that's really right. Wayne Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I love Daxon. Daxon. We got Daxon here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know why he agreed to be the the little dragon on this show, but the same reason. Paycheck. <laughs> I I do everything I do, booze money. <laughs> so yes, uh, they the, all the Shingong Wu have been hidden. Uh, the dragon is immortal, I guess, because he's still around. He's a dragon. Yeah, fifteen hundred years later. Yeah, um, he's kind of a guard dragon now. Yeah, he guards the scroll of the Shingong Wu warriors or something like that. Yeah, and that yeah. it's kind of a, a info 
tablet of every like Shingon Wu and, and what you should go after and when you should go after it. Yeah. And, but then, of course, they need the dragon to kind of guide them. Right, because he knows where they're all hid. He, he both knows and is a divining rod, too, all of them. It kind of kind of ebbs and flows as the story needs. A, a hilarious divining rod. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah, and he gets really big and they can ride on him, a la um, never-ending story, which is kind of cool. Uh, so there are, there's a new master of these Shingon Wu warriors, dragon warriors, I think they call themselves. Um, and there's four current warriors that represent the four elements. So Omi is a small Chinese person. Um, and he is like the single most racist shade of yellow that has ever graced a television screen. <laughs> and I don't get it. I don't get it at all because he's like, sometimes he has a, a normal skin tone and other times he's like yellow like charlie brown's shirt yeah yeah it's really strange i don't know he's also like i'm not entirely sure he's really human because he's so small and his head is so big yeah he's a different color than everyone else right and he's also the uh shaolin dragon of water yeah so he represents water right and we all know what yellow water represents (laughs) I don't think he's that. Right. Well, he's he also, uh, he, being water, he can use, like, ice powers, too. So, like, yellow snow, I think, would be one of yeah. his powers. Yeah. 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 Just, like, <laughs> fills the room full of stuff that nobody should eat. <laughs> uh, there's Kimiko. Yes, and she's the dragon of fire. Uh-huh. And she's from Japan, I believe. Yeah, she's, she's a real big uh, gadget gal. She's mm-hmm. got a tablet and a... Uh, phone and a video game and yeah she goes on the wi-fi yeah and she goes off the handle i think easily yeah she's a hothead very that's much. why she's fire ah don't make ah sense. yes <laughs> but she's also a huge fan of uh omi yeah and they kiss a few times or she gives him a kiss on the cheek i guess i should say yeah but i didn't even mean like that um, oh i meant like that Ooh. and then she she's known for saying don't mess with the monk yeah that's right yeah Zomi's the monk. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. Good alliteration. Uh, of Raimundo. Raimundo Ponderosa. Yeah, he's the dragon of wind. Voiced by Tom Kinney, it looks like. That kind of wind? Yes, yeah. Are these all shit jokes to you? Are these all bathroom potty jokes to you? They're all bathroom potty jokes. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get to fire. <laughs> We already did fire. She was fire. Don't was fire. Yeah. Ah, why? We're going, we're going with Earth next. Ah. The place where all this ends how, up. How do you make Earth? <laughs> Fertilizer. Fertilizer. Fertilizing the farm. I'm only one man. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Raimundo is from Brazil. 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 Next. Finally, we have Clay, and he is uh, the dragon of Earth. Yep, and he's uh, he's a Texas boy. Yeah, he's got his cowboy hat. And he's a bigger guy. Talks with a drawl. Talks, yep. Mm-hmm. Lasso's everything. That's pretty much the good side, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then on the bad side we have Wuya. Uh, She's now a ghost that's been released from this puzzle. Right. Um, Jack Spicer. Yeah. Who's this like teen inventor wannabe ruler of the world kid? Yeah, I like him. I do, too. Yeah, he's got, like, a helicopter backpack. Yeah. He's really full of himself. He's got jackbots that are, like, these legless hovering robots that, like, shoot 
cannons and stuff. They're both awesome and terrible. I know. <laughs> because sometimes they're crazy effective, and other times they just are, they suck so bad. I know. Yeah, it's good. He's a good villain. He's kind of like a, the star scream of this show, I think. Like, he's just like a little shit, but he's kind of evil. Yeah, yeah. he kind of bounces his loyalty. His loyalty is always to himself. I guess he doesn't really bounce his loyalty, but his right. affiliation can change when things aren't going his way. Exactly, yeah. Um, we have a few other characters. Master Fung is the guy that uh, teaches the dragons. What was that character's name? Hannibal Roy Bean. Hannibal Roy Bean. Okay. A bean-shaped demon. Wow, this show is crazy. Yeah. This show's all over the place. So this show seems to have, you know be very. It's arc based, right? There's there's a central, yeah, loose story going on where. Uh, Jack Spicer opens up the puzzle box, releasing Wuya, mm-hmm. and so begins the hunt for the Shogun Wu. Shingawu. Shingawu. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Magical artifacts. <laughs> yes. That are, there are hundreds of them, and even in the first episode, they go after three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there's, there's a weird, there's a Shaolin showdown is a thing that happens when two of these people that have a Shingawu find one of the other Shingang Wu at the same time. And they wager one of their Shingang Wu, and they enter like a battle or a tournament or something. And winner take all. Winner take all, yeah. For the three. Yep. Now, we watched the first episode where this happens. Yeah. And I thought, man, every episode's going to be just like, they're picking up three and going. And then the second episode we watched... It didn't happen at all. It didn't happen at all. That surprised me, too, because I remember there being a lot of those uh, little tournament things. But it was like a... It was a, an important episode, the second one. And, yeah. And we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But, oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So shall we dive into the first episode? Dive away. Uh, so we get a nice uh, opening exposition. Love it. Yeah. It was really good. It really sets up the series in about a minute. Because there's, there's a lot of shit happening, too. And it really just, like, here's buy into all this and let's go. <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, Jack Spicer lets out Wuya. Uh, all the monks show up. Uh, at the Dragon Temple or whatever with Master Master Fung? Master Fung. Yeah. Whoever he is. Uh, and he sends them off to find the Shingang Wu that have started revealing themselves now that Wuya has uh, been released. Well, and when, when she got released, all the masters are sitting around meditating because, yo, they're masters. Mm-hmm. And they, they sense a, a chill. A chill has yeah. descended upon the world. Yeah. A disturbance in the force, if you will. Ah! <laughs> Ooh. Um, the first one, the first Shingang Wu that reveals itself is the Mantis Flip Coin, which has the power to make someone jump really, really well. Yeah. So, is a flip coin just a regular coin? Uh, it's one that you flip. Okay. <laughs> That's the best explanation I've ever heard, so I'm going to go with it. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they all head off to San Francisco into mm-hmm. Chinatown. Yeah. Our, our four heroes. And, well, five. Yeah, with the dragon. With the dragon. dragon yeah. And they're like, all right, let's fan out and look for the flip coin. And there's Jack Spicer. Ah, I got the flip coin. Yeah. yeah. He sends their he sends his jackpots against them and a huge fight ensues. Yeah. yeah. And he gets away. Of course. And yeah. they're like, well, this is never going to happen again. So they end up in Venice mm-hmm. to get the... Two-ton tunic. Two-ton tunic. Yeah. And the two-ton tunic becomes two-ton like... tunic. Yeah. It's like a it's like a robe that becomes a giant piece of armor that's, <laughs> that's that Omi gets and it's it covers like his whole body and he's way too heavy to do anything. It's really cool. Um 
they wind up, they actually get the, they get there and Jack's Blazers already got the tunic. Apparently these things are really easy just to grab. Yeah, they're, so, well, when we get to the plot going. One. Yeah, yeah, I know, that was ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, but Jack's got it and then Raimundo and Clay just beat the crap out yeah. of him. Just like, yeah, give it to us. Yeah. He's like passed out on a boat afterwards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they get the two-ton tunic. The third Shingang Wu reveals itself and it's the Eye of Dashi. And it shoots lightning, apparently. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you hold it, it shoots lightning. And this thing is really hidden. It's it's on a nick, a nick chain. <laughs> and it's tied up, like, on the first branch of a tree. <laughs> How did it get there? Has it been there for 1,500 years? 1,500 years. Jesus. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So Oni jumps up, and Jack Spicer at the same time flies up, and they both grab the chain at the same time. Yeah. And they struggle for it, and then the Shaolin showdown ensues. Mm -hmm. And so Jack Spicer is able to, he wagers his man's flip coin, and he's able to use that in the in the competition. And Omi uses his two-ton tunic. Don't. And the, the competition is get to the, there's like these stepping stones they have to jump across. Whoever gets to the last stone first wins. So it's basic uh, yeah, tortoise in the hare story. Right. Yeah. Well, and Jack, Jack could have just got there. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he can freaking fly. And yeah. also, he had the Mantis flip coin. So, like, he was easily in a position to win this thing. But he gets a little bit ahead. He's like, well, I got this in the bag, but it never hurts to cheat. So he summons some jackpots to go take care of Omi. That was awesome. Yeah, it was a great line. Omi is struggling because he has a two-ton tunic. Yeah, I, and there was there's, there's seemingly no way to to turn that off. There's got to be a way, but and he's, he's just, just kind of couldn't. like hopping in this like two tons of armor yes. across, and you know, so he ends up winning, and yeah. he gets all three artifacts. Mm -hmm. The land goes back to normal. That's really the end of the episode. That's isn't really it? the end. Well, yeah. and then they all end up, but in the course of his fighting, um, and in the final challenge, he's taking lessons he's already learned from the the three that he's met. Oh, that's right. Because he was like playing a video game. And someone turned on the off button, so we just turn off the off button yeah. on one of the robots. And uh, he learned to throw his weight around from Clay. So he just jumped into a robot with his armor. Yeah, throwing his weight around. And then uh, he got pantsed by Ray Mundo at one point. And so he and pants, pants Jack, Jack Spicer, Spicer, and that slows him down enough that he can win. So um, Whether or not that was legal in the Shaolin showdown, it, apparently it was. It so. seemed that the rules were pretty... Well, I mean, they <laughs> allowed lax. him to cheat. I mean, he didn't get disqualified for cheating. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And thus ends episode one. Yay. Yay. Victorious. Woo. Woo. We move on to episode two, which was season two, episode two, The Citadel of Doom. Yeah, and a lot had gone on. Yeah. So I picked this. this one because it was highly rated on a website I found, and uh, I just really like the title. So, yeah. <laughs> this is apparently part two. Or part three. Hey, it was a multi-parter. Yeah. So, so we, I one thing I noticed that in the the difference between the seasons and between the episodes and albeit we watched the first episode, but by this, this time in the series, they took a little bit more liberties with the animation, like characters heads got larger as they yelled yeah. eyes indented in order to like, ah, shock. Yeah. Jaws dropped to the floor. Yeah. It was much more cartoony than the first episode. It was. Yeah. So we, had, where we picked up, they shipped Oni back in time. Yeah. Omi goes back in time to, to get another Master, magic puzzle. Yeah, to find Master Dashi, who gives him a magic puzzle to yeah. capture Wuya. And Jack Spicer is working with the the dragon monks. 
Mm-hmm. He's the one who built the time machine. Yeah. 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 They used his time machine. Then they're like, well, bring him back. He's like, I can't bring him back. Yeah. Why not? Well, there's no function there. The The beta test only went two seconds back in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't have a need to. <laughs> I like that. That was a good bit. It was good. Yeah. Um, and then they're beset upon these rock monsters. And all the while, I'm like, where's Ramundo? Mm-hmm. Where'd he go? Well, Ramundo, having been lured by just easy power uh, and toys and gifts and yeah. money. He's a teenager, so he's, yeah, he's, he's attracted to all that kind of stuff. He's working now with, with a fully embodied Wu Ya. Yeah. And Jack Spicer body. is quickly on the outs. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he he recruits the Dragon Warriors to help him. They get caught by Wu Ya uh, in the rock monsters, and they're like encaged within the rock monsters, which was kind of cool, I thought. Yeah. I liked when they were encaged by the rock monsters. That was, that was a really neat effect. Yeah, it was. Um, so they end up being thrown into prison. Yes, and uh, uh, Dojo's like, she made a tactical error. She forgot I can grow into a giant dragon. And he does that, and he's he's like in a cage. So he just like kind of expands <laughs> up against the cage. He kind of presses through it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was good. But uh, Omi comes busting up through the floor. You're like, what the hell happened? You were uh, frozen back in time. He's got an orb. The orb of Tornami, I think it is. That yeah. It, he can... I know he can shoot water with it, and he can probably shoot ice with it as well. So he uses that to bust everyone out. But uh, it turns out he, in talking to Master Dashi, Dashi was like, just be patient and wait, and you'll get back through time. Yeah. And so he was like, well, I'll just do that. I'll just freeze myself where I think the, the dungeon's going to be <laughs> and wake up 1,500 years later. <laughs> so, and it worked, apparently. Yeah. Kind of a genius, but also very convenient. Let's see. They try to, to distract Raimundo. Because Right. They they want to get the puzzle box in front of Wuya. Yes, that's right. So Clay and Kimiko and Dojo kind of they bait Raymundo to leave in the palace. They get further and further and further away from the palace. And yeah. Raymundo's like, You're not even trying to win. Oh hell, they're oh, not trying to win. <laughs> ah, foiled. Uh, in the palace, Jack Spicer and Omi are trying to open the puzzle and capture Wuya. It's just not working. And she she finds them and offers to open the puzzle box by blowing it up. Which he's not successful in doing, but thank God. <laughs> would have ended the season right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, so both of them are trying to yeah frantically open the puzzle box. Can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Jack, who had gotten into it in the first episode, no problem. Couldn't get into it in this one. Yeah. Uh, Master Dashi said that when it's the like, time comes to open the puzzle, the person who's supposed to open the puzzle... We'll open the puzzle. Right. A little foreshadowing. Right. Can you guess who it was? It was Raymundo. I guessed. I asked it, and I guessed it, and it was correct. (laughs) (laughs) He was mad because his friends were once again captured and going to be crushed and vomited up by the rock golems. Right. Um, And they wouldn't... They could get out if they pledged allegiance to Wuya, but they all are not uh, as sad sacks of shit as Raymundo is. So they did not... And uh, they were going to be crushed because of it. So he opens up the puzzle box. We uh, goes back in the puzzle box, and everything kind of resets. Uh, they mm-hmm. offer for Jack Spicer to join the team, but he's like, "I'm, you know, I'm still evil, so I'm still going to go after all the Shingung Wu, but maybe we get ice cream sometime or something." Yeah, and Omi's like, "We get a Monday," and Clay's like, "You mean a Sunday? <laughs> Even better. Even better. <laughs> yeah." So that was a nice little, you know, kind of almost a reset on the series 
but yeah. not a reset. But, right. you know, crap actually happened. Mm-hmm. When Raimundo is like, they kind of deal with the consequences. Yeah, yeah. Raimundo it seemed like he was demoted. Like demoted he was, he down to a... And now he's like back to a pre-apprentice. I don't know, right. I don't know how their Dragon Warrior ranking system works. but No, so... That's so that probably was the just... quickest we've ever summed up two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I I was the fourth times you've said that we've been we were going to watch this show. You've been prepped. Prepped to hate it. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is gonna be fighting foodons all over again. <laughs> I can't believe you hate fighting foodons. It's so ridiculous. It's so bad it's good, you know? <laughs> it's such a it's such a shameless cash grab at like the yeah. franchise. Yeah, it's yeah. shameless, all right. <laughs> yeah, um, it grabs zero cash. <laughs> <laughs> so I really found myself just enjoying this yeah a yeah. lot awesome like it it kind of spoke to me um yeah it was good yeah it's sort of all over the place but like in a good way like there's four warriors that represent the elements but they also have these powerful weapons and bad guys are weird there's a dragon there's a dragon that's wayne knight yeah everything it's crazy but yeah it's a, it fires on a lot of cylinders it's really good like, yeah yeah that's it's hard to hard to be like nitpicky about this one too right you gotta spend a lot of disbelief and realize it's it's really more for kids than us but anything that opens up with 1500 years ago <laughs> a warrior monk just, yeah right anytime you've they got o- me anytime you- they open a dumpster on the moon and a witch comes out i was like ah after 10,000 years it's time to conquer earth <laughs> Uh, why not yeah right yeah just go with it (laughs) strap in we agreed to do this podcast you have to watch it (laughs) (laughs) you have to watch it i i mean there there have been tunes that we've definitely watched on this show where it's just like no i will never forget you throwing your hands up in the middle of uh, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. <laughs> just just done with this shit. <laughs> and, and nor nor should you. Right. It was it was not good. Mm-mm. So you like the show? I do. Good. Excellent. I like it too. Is this something you would watch more of? Uh, I, I would like to, you know, if it were homework, I absolutely would. I... <laughs> <laughs> Can we assign each other homework? Is that something we could do? We have before. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'd also, I, I would say this, that I got From the Earth to the Moon for Christmas. I know what that is. It's an HBO series about the Apollo program. Okay. And, uh, I got it for myself because I'm cool like that. Right. But, you know, hey. Nothing beats gifts to yourself. You know exactly what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And I really wanted that really bad. Yeah. So as soon as I get through that, maybe. Okay. Is it like a, like a 12 part miniseries? 10 or? part, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> The merchandise for this show. I know they made a video game. Yeah. Looks like, yeah, well, it was on kind of all the major platforms at the time. Yeah, and I remember seeing ads for it, and I believe it was like a, uh, like, X-Men Legends or Gauntlet or Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It was like four-player uh, dungeon crawler kind of thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. They did indeed have action figures for this show. Oh, very cool. Yeah, look at those things. And he's they, yellow, and his action figure is yellow. Yeah. That's so weird. It does look like they come with their... Like, each one of them has a specific Shingang Wu weapon. That they use, yeah. And it looks like they come with that. So, like, his name Omi's got the Orbit Tornami. And Clay had a sash that turned into a big rock fist. Which was it was uh, the third hand or something. Yeah, third, third hand fist. sash. Very cool. It was pretty neat. 
Yeah, it looks like there's 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 swords. Jack Spicer's even got one. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe he has that mantis flip coin. Probably. <laughs> it's the only one he ever had, and he only had it for 15 minutes. Right. So, once you're done with Apollo, I'm making you binge this. That's your home. Oh, great. I, there's two yeah. episodes, half an hour each. That's only like 23 hours of your life. Maybe what? No. Yeah, no urinating. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no urinating in the other room that you're not watching. <laughs> right, yeah. Use the can. Yeah. yeah. Would you use the can or would you move the big TV into the bathroom? That's the question. Oh, man. If you had wheels and enough cables. Right? Would, yeah. Let's, let's immaterially say you will have to go through the effort of moving the TV but you don't have to go through the effort of like wiring and stuff. Like, there's just a, a hookup there. Why not just install a TV in your bathroom? Man, you don't even know what kind of a dream that is. <laughs> I never come out. I I believe you. Yeah, maybe to eat. A maybe. mini fridge in the bathroom. Oh, man, oh, you're so smart. I know, I'm crafty. God, there'd be a lot of <laughs> soups though. I have a feeling because like I have a ready source of hot water in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> Mostly a soup-based diet. Right. Yeah, soup and ramen. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Beer. Instead of a shower, it's just a stack of, like, microwaves and mini-fridges well, and shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. If it comes, you know, individually wrapped in plastic, I mean, <laughs> I can shower with it. Right. I'm not going to ruin the food. <laughs> Might get a little soap scum on like it. That, like that episode of Seinfeld where he puts a, a garbage disposal in his shower, and he's, like, eating lettuce. and <laughs> I totally forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. Wow. That was that was like important TV, kids. Yeah. We're watching a grown man eat lettuce in his damn shower. <laughs> good on him. Good on him. Sure. I'm like, yeah, sure. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you know, tweet us if you've not drank you know, if you haven't drank in a cocktail in the in the shower. Okay. Or a beer. Okay. I was gonna say I've done beer, never a cocktail. Really? Andy, I found these little things. What? They're that? little like uh, individual Old fashions in the can. What? Yes. Where are they? They're amazing. They're at stores. All over. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> I found them at the still. They're called like slow and ready or something like that. It's really good. Ooh. Yeah. And it's Ooh. like exactly, I mean, it's a little tiny can. Exactly one perfect little old fashioned. They taste right? It tastes pretty right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are they like five dollars a piece? No, they're not. No. And you can apparently get them in like a seven fifty size too. So yeah, we just got the shooter version. Huh. Really uh, good. Yeah. Oh. Little Christmas treat to myself. New Year's Ahoy. Yeah, right? Are you coming for New Year's? I am. Excellent. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. I don't know if you know it, but you called the guest bedroom. Oh, I know I called the guest bedroom. <laughs> yeah, you have a standing a standing yeah. calling of that room. I don't I don't care. <laughs> it's gonna be a real awkward situation if somebody else tries to use that guest bedroom. Right. <laughs> Just be like, hey, I'm here, I sleep naked. <laughs> More naked than you'd think. Yes. <laughs> I took the socks off for this one. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to admit, though, when I your cats do let me know when I've slept in too much at your house. Oh, is that right? Do they yeah. try and sleep on your face? Uh, they, I can hear them like, scampering right outside the door. Oh, scratching like, at the door meowing. <laughs> the, the cat version of get up, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I've already clearly heard you like take care of them a couple of times. Right. And breakfast. meet all their needs, and they're like, oh, Andy's sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> I can sense it, like a disturbance in the forest. Yeah, what's this? <laughs> a thousand a thousand minds screaming in unison, Andy, <laughs> Andy's sleeping. Uh, speaking of, of the holidays and stuff like this, I remember we had this one house party at, at, at the house that you know that I lived at. 
Yeah. And I had this like hangover preparedness kit <laughs> and I shoved it all in the back of the fridge and it was a couple of energy bars and some Gatorades and, you know, something to replenish fluids on. That's brilliant. And some treats and stuff like that yeah. because I knew I was going to be like, have like a bad night. and cranky. Yeah. Yeah. And so I woke up the next morning and I'm like, ouch, ouch. So I go <laughs> to my fridge and I like dig in there like a bear mauling a car full of teenagers. <laughs> and I, I reached to my emergency preparedness kit and it was in a paper bag too. And there was none to be found. And then I look on the counter and there's like my open Snickers bar ah! and my Gatorade bottles are there empty and dry. Ah! And my bottle of water. No, and my Advil untaken. So I took it, but, and then my breakfast sandwich gone. Wow. Like, and so I go to my roommates. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell happened? Oh, so-and-so was here. She, she drank your Gatorade. Wow. Oh man. I'm so glad your roommates covered for me. Yeah. Was that you? <laughs> no, was that you stab you in the eye? <laughs> Give me your knife. <laughs> Give me your knife. I told you already, the big knife stays on my side of the studio. <laughs> in case certain decisions need to be made. <laughs> Make a few cuts to the program. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what I'm saying is, is kids, one, be prepared for hangover, and two, hide your hangover preparedness kit. A little bit better than I did. <laughs> right. Because your bastard's roommate's friends will drink them. God. Uh, That's a good idea. I'm, I, I'm probably going to do that. I'm still angry now. Yeah. Like I can see I've re, you've reinvigorated the blood. Ah, uh, just yeah. hurts. So mad. Man, that's a shit thing to do, too. Yeah. Uh, like, did they buy you breakfast at least? No. Oh, no. That's, you know. That's terrible. So does this show hold up? I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's a it's a cool concept. I think the the animation's pretty slick. Yeah. They do some cool things that look like a like brushstroke paintings and stuff, uh, old calligraphy kind of things, front lines. It looks pretty cool. So yeah, I do uh, I do like me some stories where they are on a mission to find stuff, mm-hmm. and as long as it's not well, not three of stuff throughout the entirety of the series. Yeah, but you know, let's collect the 80 treasures to find the city of gold or something like that that that's i really enjoyed it yeah the hero's mission kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a it's a good concept and uh it, as i remember it's not always three things like it, at some point they get to where they can bet two or three things in the fight and that makes it a lot more interesting but nice yeah yeah it's cool and you're gonna binge it after Apollo. <laughs> yeah i guess i'm under orders to binge it <laughs> or at least bullshit you and say right I binged it yeah because i'm not gonna binge it so i wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> But if it's on, I'll watch it because I just have fond memories of watching it after school. That's uh, good. Yeah. No, it's it's hard to beat those fond memories. That's, in fact, why we do the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, final thoughts, Andy? Anything you haven't said yet? I think you should watch this show or encourage your child or, you know, youngster that you're, that you can uh, give advice to. <laughs> have them watch the show. Apprentice. What's <laughs> Apprentice, Apprentice, maybe? Apprentice. Apprentice. Uh, no, my apprentice will not be spending his time unwisely watching cartoons. <laughs> He's busy working in my cobbler shop. Right, working off his debt to me in the acid mines. Yes. <laughs> absinthe mines? A- acid. Acid mines. <laughs> like absinthe mines? I, I want to go to the absinthe mines. Holy shit. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we never saw Andy Glenn again. Never ever. <laughs> 
Uh, um, watch this. This is this is a certified go and watch this show. Awesome. In my book. I think uh, it's a good show to put on the background if you're like cleaning or watching a kid or something. You know, it's it's just it's just enough plot that you don't have to pay attention to it. I think I spaced out part of it and uh, <laughs> I was able to summarily summarize it. So. I, well, and that's the thing about having just enough plot is that there is the plot aspect and elements there. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it, at no point do are they just off doing stupid things. Right. There's yeah. there's no like, oh my god, why are we wasting our time being childish <laughs> on this? Yeah, it all it all ends it all leads to an endpoint. Yeah. 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 And I mean it's it, it's an absurd show that's taken seriously. Yeah. That's a good I, good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no problem with it. So we're in trouble. Yes, we are. And we might need some fan help to get us out of trouble. Yes. So, and this isn't a send us Star Wars figs. Or but still do. Or bail money. Yeah, cash, non non sequential dollar bills, please. Right. It is, however. So at least one of us has been rattling off the specials to do in the future. Uh, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> and our good friend AJ uh has been keeping track of them because uh I <laughs> I'm incredibly lazy and just won't do it for myself. <laughs> so, luckily we have him. <laughs> Yay, AJ! So this is episode 23 that we're recording now. Next it is. episode is The Audience Spectacular. Episode 24. Do you remember what that was? I don't. Or what either. episode that came up on, or Man. why. Um, I would like to just kind of throw, throw it out to Twitter and just yeah. say, hey, the first episode, a couple of episodes that get tweeted out to us from any show will do. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what are we doing next episode? It's your pick. Well, it's, it's viewer choice. Viewer choice. But what are we doing after that, you know? After view. That would be our 25th episode spectacular, wouldn't it? According to the sticky note that AJ sent me a picture of, that's nothing. <laughs> so. I know, but I'm making it a thing now. Yeah, it was. If it's my pick, <laughs> shouldn't I be able what to... What elaborate bullshit are we doing, Andy? Ah... <laughs> Golly, we could do. I'm trying to think of something bad mm-hmm. because they got something good in mind. Okay. Ooh, should we do Masters of the Universe? Oh shit! Yeah, we're gonna do a live action movie. Oh, we're doing the movie. We're doing the movie. Okay, sounds good. I've never seen the movie. Yeah, should we do the movie before we do the cartoon? Can we do that or no? We did it with Transformers. So we did. We still haven't done Transformers, which was my something we, good. We we. We did the Beast Wars Transformers, and... We still haven't done Transformers. That's true, yeah. Mm. Triple dipping. Triple dipping. Yeah, that's... So, Masters of the Universe. Okay. The, uh... The live action. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. Courtney Cox, before she was Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. Before the nose job, and the Uh chin job, the face job. Are we sure it's Courtney Cox? No. Okay. It's Courtney Cox. All right. The, The principal from Back to the Future. Ooh. Very cool. Yeah. The helmsman from Star Trek Voyager. He's in the movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this really hits. It checks a lot of boxes for you, it doesn't d- it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Anything with the helmsman from Star Trek Four. <laughs> I've learned. Star Trek Voyager, not Star Trek Four. Excuse 4. me. Whatever. It's <laughs> not whatever. <laughs> they're all the same space mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, some space missions are lamer than other space missions. Uh, uh, yes. 
He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the movie, will be our episode 25 spectacular. All right. Episode 24 is audience wildcard. Yeah. Episode 25. All right. So, audience, it's up to you. If you want a good show, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. a bad show where Andy hates all the cartoons, you're going to go ahead and and, and tweet that to us at TuneInPod. Yes. Or email us, TuneInPod at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Facebook now. Yeah. Facebook.com slash TuneInPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can if you're you're lazy or don't know how to tweet like I do. You can go to the Facebook page and just rattle off some episodes there too. Yeah, be specific, like series and episode. Because otherwise, we'll pick one randomly. Yeah, you don't want us to pick one randomly. No, we don't like to read the summaries. It's all based on the title. So yeah, yeah. imagine the two laziest people you know, and then you think of Keith and I, <laughs> because you know us because you're listening to the show and you're like, oh. Those guys. Yeah. Those assholes. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll be doing this. Uh, Let's do a short window because we all want more TuneIn Pod. Keith and I are going to try to be a little bit more diligently about getting together, getting some recording. It's our New Year's resolution. Yeah. Before the New Year's, we're going to get all this holiday BS out of the way. I was instructed by physicians. I was asked by my family to start concentrating on, on weight loss and living a healthy lifestyle. But nuts to that right now. I'm going to smoke every cigarette I can and check all the heroin into my eyeball that I could right. do. You know, I've heard between your toes is good, too. Uh, it might be healthier. Who am I trying to impress? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drink old fashions out of a can, <laughs> and we're yeah. going to record more shows before I, I ever... I love that your doctor says, don't drink old fashioned as a can out of a can. I'm like, hey, Andy, I just found an old fashioned in a can. You're like, fuck yeah, liquor store! Liquor store! <laughs> yeah, I could just hear my doctor now, like, ugh, I told him not to. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Do uh, you know what medical debt is, son? <laughs> Ow. Let <laughs> my heart hurts. <laughs> oh, and never, ever, 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 never bet somebody that they can't eat any amount of bacon. Yeah, Andy's good at eating bacon. No, it wasn't me, man. I, I tried to I tried to off a cousin one time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't feeling too good. Hmm. All right. You had to go to the hospital? No. Okay. Right. No, mom got mad at me. Though. <laughs> After three pounds of bacon, we finally had to stop. <laughs> yeah, we gave him six bucks. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Love you, Jason. Yeah. We gave him three pounds of bacon and a glass full of bacon grease to wash it down with. <laughs> Uh. All right, so we got audience choice. Yes, and then we're gonna special get a special gift to all of our fans. We're gonna do Masters of the Universe, the live action movie. Yes, and we set our contact info. We're Twitter at TuneInPod, TuneInPod at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash TuneInPod. Uh, we're also part of the Word Salad podcast network. You can support us at uh, Patreon.com slash Word Salad. Uh, there's a lot of other great podcasts on there, like uh, Quote Unquote Guilty. Uh, where Joe talks about guilty pleasures. We Fantastic. were on there doing uh, Saving Silverman, which I I think I've listened to that episode like three times. It just cracks <laughs> me up so much. Uh, Cadavercast, where uh, a man and his son talk about old horror movies. Check us out there. Yeah. We're going to have some exclusive content coming out there as well. Right. So, so all the more reason to uh, to support that site. Yes. Um, I don't know. End music. End, cue end music. Play us out. <laughs> we just make our own like yeah. bumper music that's just us like air whistling and shit. Uh, smooth jazz that is clearly not smooth. <laughs> right. 
jazz fusion. <laughs> oh, that Drew Brees commercial just, just makes me giggle every time. I remember that commercial. Yeah, he shows up at some guy's house. He's like, hey, give me a ride. And the guy's like, yeah, but I gotta wait for a package, uh, package from FedEx. <laughs> and Drew's like, oh, well, it shipped with UPS. It would be a breeze. But then this guy's neighbor gets out to his car and Drew is like, hey, can I get a ride? And he's like, yeah, but I hope you like Jazz Fusion. And does this, like, dance. Dancing. That's an old That's cool. white guy dance. Excellent. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, until next time, stay tuned. tuned.